the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. We are to create with each other, not cremate each other. In relationships, we are supposed to build each other up, not tear each other down. We are to uplift and support one another, not kick each other to the curb. Create with each other, not cremate each other. Okay? Number four. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Obviously, we cannot create the heavens and the earth. However, we can create a heavenly atmosphere with the person we are in relationship with here on earth. What do we know about heaven? Some of us understand there's worship in heaven. We understand there's harmony in heaven. We understand there's peace in heaven. We understand there's adoration in heaven. I'm saying that when you are in relationship with someone, you shower them with affection, show them appreciation, adore them, be at peace with them, be in harmony with them, create an atmosphere of appreciation, of adoration, of affection with them. When you do that, you are on the right track to have a blessed, successful relationship. So number four, create a heavenly atmosphere with the person that you are in relationship with. So number one, relationships should be started by God. Number two, relationships should be started with God. Number three, we are to create with each other, not cremate each other. Number four, we are to create a heavenly atmosphere in our relationships. In other words, show affection, show appreciation, show adoration, be at peace and be in harmony with the person you are in relationship with. Number five, in Genesis 1.26, God made a very profound statement. He said, let us make man. He didn't say, let me make man. He said, let us make man. I'm using these references from the beginning because we know it's about the creation of the world. But it's not just about the creation of the world. It's the creation of everything. That's why the first verse says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth and everything that's in it, including marriage. Okay, that's what I'm using. God has a blueprint in everything he does. He says in Genesis 1.26, let us, not let me, make man. Relationships are about we, not me. We need to understand that. When you get in a relationship with somebody, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about we. It's about us. It's about ourselves. Not about me, myself, and I. It's about we, ourselves, and us. Relationships are about we, not me. That's number five. We need to understand that. Okay? Number six. God said, let us make man. He didn't say, let us make man, period. He said, let us make man 
in our image. Number six, we need to have an image from which we build the relationship. In other words, we need to have a vision because the word image is a synonym for the word vision. We need to have a vision for the relationship. If not, I think, I stand corrected, it's in Proverbs 27, 18 or something like that, where it says, without a vision, what happens? The people perish. Without a vision, the people perish. Without a vision, the relationship perishes. Some translations say, without a vision, people cast off restraint. Without a vision for the relationship you're trying to get into, it's going to perish. It's not going to work. It's going to be complicated, and complication leads to it collapsing. Now, the truth be told, usually when we get into a relationship, we do have a vision for the relationship. To be honest, we do have a vision for it. It's just that we have two visions. The guy has a vision. The lady has a vision. And when you have two visions, I stand corrected, but I think the Latin word for the number two is D, D-I. So when you have two visions, you have division. Not only do you have division, die vision. The vision dies. So we need to have an image that is a reflection of you and the other person. That's why it says, let us make man in our image. Not my image, not your image, but our image. And that image is presented and provided for us through Jesus because in Colossians 1.15 it says Jesus is the image of the living God. So if both of you have Jesus, then Jesus can be the center of the relationship. Jesus is the vision. He is the thing you both have in common and he will be the vision for the relationship. The word, Jesus is the word. So we know the word should be at the center of both of you and through that you guys establish the relationship that God has for you. I once heard a long time ago, a psychologist said that when people come together, there's friction. And for those of you that perhaps are familiar with mechanics or whatever, or moving engines or mechanical parts, there's friction when parts are together. Okay, And what mechanical engineers do to reduce the friction is to lubricate the parts so that they don't wear each other out. They kind of are in harmony and they work together. Along the same lines, we need a lubricant. Not the lubricant some of y'all are thinking. <laughs> Jesus is the Christ, the anointed one. Meaning he has an anointing, anointing oil. Okay, the anointing, the anointing oil represents the anointing. Jesus serves as the spiritual lubricant in the relationship so that we keep ourselves from Wearing each other out. So that's why we need Jesus to be in the center. He provides, he is the image for the relationship. Okay? Jesus is the image of the relationship. I said two things already. I just said points number, what point was number six? This is point number six. Okay. Have an image, and that image is Jesus. So number one, relationships should be begun by God. Number two, they need to begin with God. Number three, create, not cremate. Number four, relationships are about creating a heavenly atmosphere 
in our relationships here on earth. Adore the person, show affection, show appreciation. Number five, help me out. Relationships are about we, not me. And number six, we need to have a vision for the relationship. Number seven, I'm going to camp here a little bit. I'm going to camp on point number seven a little bit. And we get this from Genesis 2.25. It says this was after God brought Eve to Adam. They were naked and not ashamed. They were naked and not ashamed. But later on, they covered up. Why? They were ashamed. So they were naked. This is in the beginning of the relationship. They were naked and not ashamed. But later on, they covered up because they are ashamed. Point number seven. Be naked. Not literally. <laughs> Man, I came to while you were single. He said we need to be naked. I'm down with that. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being transparent, being open, being honest right from the get-go. Be honest right from the beginning. We are discussing this from the beginning. From the beginning, they were naked and not ashamed. We need to be open, be honest about who we are in the relationship. Be honest about who you are, where you are, where you've been, what you want. Be honest. Too many people are putting on mascaras. They put on masks. They put on a facade. And you think this person loves you, but they love the facade because the facade will come out. It will come off. Why aren't we honest in relationships? These guys were naked and not ashamed. I know that we're not perfect, but the person needs to know way ahead of time what they are getting into because what they saw is not what they are seeing after they said, I do. They wish you told them before you said, I do. <laughs> I once heard a story a couple of years ago. I was reading a book. And um, I believe it was, either I was reading his book or listening to him, a, a famous pastor, Dr. Frederick Price. And he was talking about his, a counseling session where he had a, a, a counseling session with a couple, a married couple. When they were single, they decided to be celibate. Fantastic. They wanted to do it right. Okay. But what the lady didn't tell the husband when they were being celibate was she had gone through some kind of accident. She experienced something that made it impossible for her to be physically intimate. She didn't tell him because she was believing for our healing. She was believing that God was going to heal her and she didn't think it was important you know, to let the guy know because, you know, God's going to heal me and, you know, I guess by the time we get married, everything will be good. So, bro, man. (laughs) Is being celibate with his wife-to-be. They get married. And let's just say that's why they end up for counseling. She didn't say anything. We need to be honest.
Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you were informed, inspired, and impacted. If you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.